there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, James Kurz. James, I want to ask you what advice you have for our young listeners, for those young people who are interested in finance in terms of where to start their careers. Is a startup a good place because you can take on all different kinds of responsibilities maybe that you wouldn't be able to take on if you were in a more structured and more established company? Or is it better to go to that bigger, more established company because the best practices are already in place? I think both approaches can lead you where you want to go. And maybe stepping back even further, keep in mind that you don't need to have your plan completely mapped out from day one to be really, really successful in finance or, in my opinion, any discipline. As a matter of fact, I I certainly didn't know. Yeah, I certainly didn't know that I was going to be where I am today when I was 22. And I definitely didn't know I was going to take this path to get there. So I think there's pros and cons to starting your career at a big public accounting company that's well known, a big four. And there's pros to starting at a little local tax firm too, if that's what you want to do. Or, you know, you can go into a small bank or you can go into a big bank and definitely have to weigh those pros and cons. But I, I think that my personal career trajectory has shown that it really is what you make of it. And you can reinvent yourself. It's very easy to reinvent yourself when you're in your 20s. So if you start down one path and you realize that's not the right path, pivot, go for it. Even though it's scary, go for it. Because, you know, I've seen other people do it. I certainly did it. I mentioned that I started at a public accounting firm and I ended up working for a microfinance bank in Haiti and helping to run a microfinance bank in Haiti. It's totally achievable. I guess my, my personal bias a little bit, honestly, is to seriously consider working for small organizations. Nothing against the big companies because there's so much to be gained. The name recognition, there's lots of great skills, there's lots of best practices to learn. But if you go for a small organization, whether it's a startup or a small regional you know, public accounting firm or whatever the case may be, you are going to be thrown in the deep end right away, which is a little bit scary and also requires that you swim. And you learn how to swim super fast. You learn how to swim super well. You get exposed to things that you otherwise wouldn't get exposed to. The second day that I, this is not about public accounting, but the second day I was working for the microfinance bank in Haiti, it's called Foncose. I went to a meeting with the minister of finance of Haiti and I was maybe 23, had just gotten out of graduate school and here I am in front of the minister of finance. And I would not have had that experience if I hadn't thought differently and hadn't approached things a little bit differently. Those experiences really, really add up. But no matter what you actually start with, remember that you can, you can always make adjustments and and you really should have the the confidence that even though it's scary uh, when you when you jump you're going to land in a good spot oh my god 
such an important point. You can always pivot. James, let's flash back really quickly to when you were in college. You went to Villanova University and you graduated with a double major in accounting and finance. Did you know what you were going to do with those degrees when you graduated? (laughs) I had a loose idea. One of the things that uh, was really important to me, I think, and is maybe even a little bit subconscious, was that when I was growing up, you know, I was was reasonably comfortable and I had really loving and supportive parents, but they hadn't gone to college. And, you know, I, I was going to college without tons and tons of, you know, sort of family knowledge about what college meant. And I I definitely knew that I wanted to study something that was going to help me have a career that was going to sort of be a straight line into a good paying job where I was going to be able to make some money and and feel really secure about that part of my life. I actually went into college, I think, wanting to study economics. And then I kind of realized that for me anyway, I wanted to do something more applied and accounting and finance seemed to make a lot of sense. And I really fell in love with the finance piece in particular because of the fact that finance is very multidisciplinary. There's so many different things that load into the decisions that you have to make as somebody in finance. And so I really got interested in that. But I didn't know what I was going to do with it. I I did a internship with a public accounting firm and then they offered me a full-time job and I, I took that job and the second or third day I was on that job, I kind of looked around everybody around me and I just decided that I didn't want to be in my 30s or my 40s and in public accounting. It just wasn't for me. And then I really took a leap. I finished out tax season with that firm and then quit. And I think my parents were probably a little bit horrified and a little bit worried for me. And I candidly didn't know what I was going to do. So I applied to grad school and I went to grad school. It was really only later that I found something that I felt really passionate about and was able to kind of connect all the dots that I'd learned these hard skills that were actually really, really in demand in the NGO space, the nonprofit space, because there weren't a whole lot of people going into that field or into those kinds of organizations with, you know, really rigorous background in finance and accounting. And I, I found a niche for myself. So things have kind of evolved from there and it, it was not planned, but it's worked out really, really well. And it, a lot of it's just come from consistently working hard, consistently being really curious, consistently taking little bits of risk here and there and, and taking some leaps with faith. And I'm, I'm really happy to say that it's led me to a place that I'm very happy with in my career. I just want to do an audible here and say the point that James just made is one of the most important life lessons that you can take in right now. Because the truth is you cannot map out your life. I mean, you can try, but look what just happened. In 2020, all those people, maybe who were public accountants or who were fill in the blank, who lost their jobs because their companies had to lay workers off or furlough them or whatever the case may be. Because shit happens in your life. Some of it is really awful. And I should also say some things are really fantastic that you won't be able to anticipate. And it's about developing a comfort level with the unknown. And I would recommend that you embrace that uncertainty and kind of take it in as a life is going to be a series of exciting twists and turns and try to ride the wave. If you're a surfer, if you like surfing, if you like skiing, if you like snowboarding, think of it as that. You don't know necessarily whether there's an icy patch. You know, you're going over the snow. Maybe it's powder and there's there's a rock underneath. You don't know. Just 
Trust the process. And what James said about your attitude and your mindset, work hard, embrace the the uncertainty. James, what advice do you have for our young listeners, some of whom may be graduating in the spring of 2021 and are understandably stressing about how they're going to cobble together a meaningful career and be successful in what they do? It's a very hard and scary moment. And, you know, actually for a lot of people that I went to college with, they graduated just before or they graduated during the Great Recession, which in some ways, amazingly looking back on it, feels, you know, like it was easier than the moment that we've been through, you know, in 2020 with all of the fear that we have for our own safety, for the safety of the people we love. And then, of course, all the economic fallout that's come from that. So unfortunately, the last 15 years or so, we've had our, our fair share of, of uncertainty. And uh, I think we've had a couple of generations now of, of people that are moving into you know their professional lives with that uncertainty hanging over their head. I think that the, the number one thing that everybody has to reflect on is even though it does feel scary and bad and it feels like the world is a little bit out of control sometimes, that it does actually ebb and flow and things will get better. I'm, I'm very confident about it in 2021. You know, I knew people during the Great Recession who had come out of school, had their job for six months and were let, let go. They were just, you know, let go. And here they are with a, an apartment in Manhattan that costs way, way too much money and they don't have a job anymore. And, you know, they found ways to make it work. They moved back with their parents or they took babysitting jobs or they found other ways that really were not the path that they had seen for themselves, that they had visualized for themselves. But to your point, stuff happens and it does get better and there will be other jobs that come your way and you will have lots and lots of shots. And so just let life come at you and look for ways to optimize what it is that you're doing. You know, look for the job that you can get or find the solution that allows you to sort of weather the storm and then be ready to come back when when the opportunity presents it, it, itself to you. Take everything, reflect, seriously reflect on the, the things that you learned and the things that you experienced during those difficult times and think about how they fit into your narrative. Think about how they actually really are changing you. This isn't just about window dressing in a job, job interview. Think about what that actually did teach you, what you actually did take away from that and how that has changed you as a person and then figure out how to channel that into the way that you describe yourself to other people and how you describe yourself to yourself. Think about that and and just use it. It, it will get better. 2021 hopefully is going to be you know, a much, much better year and hopefully that's the year that things come back and hopefully as people are graduating, there are job opportunities. But if it's not 2021, it'll be 2022 and, and that, that moment's going to present itself to you. You just need to be in the right mind frame and the headspace to, to take advantage of it. Fantastic advice, James. And I know that you truly believe that you don't have to follow the path that everyone takes to become successful. Absolutely. I mean, the traditional path to being a CFO is you work for a public accounting firm or you work for a bank. And I didn't really follow that path. You know, I've, I've fortunately been successful in a lot of things I've done, but it's, it's definitely an unusual path. And the thing that I've recently discovered in, in new ways is that that path actually makes me distinctive. It makes me different. It actually allows me to approach things differently. And I've learned how to explain that to other people and is actually become an asset. So no matter what happens, whether it's the tried and true path or it's not, you will be able to find a way to, to lead yourself to success. And it definitely does not have to be that well-trodden path. There's lots of ways to forge a new path through the forest and actually do something a lot different. And I think if we are to listen to your 
professional journey. And frankly, with mine, it's all about listening to your gut, listening to your inner voice the way that you did, James, your second day on the job as a public accountant saying, ah, this is not for me. Okay, I'll I'll work through tax season, but then I'm out. You just have to trust yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's funny because you brought up mindfulness before and is it's so interesting because for me, mindfulness and meditation actually have been really, really valuable tools in my life and not just professionally, but personally, but developing that self-awareness and developing those mechanisms that you either use to cope or to focus or to concentrate or whatever the thing that is you need to achieve is, those are really, really valuable skills for your professional life that I really encourage your listeners to, to think about, to explore and to know that if you, if you better yourself as a person, you make yourself healthier in all respects uh, as a person. If you take care of your personal relationships in life, these things all sort of are synergistically working together to help make you happier as a person, also make you more professionally successful. It's a full package and you really, really should listen to yourself and, and take care of yourself because professional success will come if you're taking care of yourself. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.